I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. Jay Day and the Day home team of real estate teams with our weekly real estate podcast. And this is important. Tell your friends all about it. So Jay, back in the old days, especially with a guy, he would be buying a car or buying a home. He goes, just follow me. I'm going to go in there. I'm a low ball and I'm going to fight and negotiate. Are they still doing that these days? Well, you know, and it's funny you mention that because they're not even able to do that on cars or houses because there's inventory issues. Inventory's low. I mean, you drive by these car dealerships and you look and you're like, are they going out of business or they just don't have, I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, no, I know that I'm all over this. Yeah, they don't have new cars. They don't have computer chips for these vehicles. Yeah, it's, it, you know, and it's, it's funny because I recently bought a car and I was relating to the salesperson there about the lack of inventory and... Um, it, it's it's been interesting, but yeah, there are a lot of people that have that mentality. And if you haven't bought a home, you know, recently, uh, you know, sometimes maybe the dad comes in or the family member, and they're like, "Oh, you would never pay. You can't offer them full price. What are you What are you thinking? You know, because it's all about negotiations. Sure, the sort of the old school mentality. Absolutely. And that old school mentality will get you nowhere because of. Because we've got situations where there's just not enough inventory. So I saw this article that really got my attention the other day. And uh, one of the one of the statements in there, I mean, just to give you a little bit of an idea, um, Lawrence June, who's the chief economist at National Association of Realtors, you know, basically pulled some stats and said, you know, for every listing out there, there's 5.1 offers. And half of the homes are being sold above list price. That's going. That's the trend that we've been dealing with here all throughout this whole COVID mess. Yeah, and I'll tell you, five point one is low in my opinion because this is him looking on a national sure. level. Sure. Oh yeah, we know the stories we do every day around here. It's yeah. a multiple beyond yeah. that. And I mean, and things worse. I mean, we're not talking like they're selling for five thousand over. We have ones that are forty five thousand, fifty five thousand, sixty thousand massive numbers over. So the article I read really caught my attention because the headline sort of caught me because it said, you know, in today's market, listing prices are like an auction's reserve price, meaning this is where the bar is set with the seller. Don't even bid unless you're coming there. Yeah. And that's the lowest they're going to take. And basically, because the lack of inventory it's it's almost like an auction setting. I mean, it really is. There's a there's a time when it starts. Most sellers pick a deadline of when all the offers need to be in by. Everyone has to do it. Sometimes they go back and say highest and best is due. You know, it's like that going once, going twice type of sure, thing. Sure, absolutely. It, it really has turned into an auction atmosphere, but without all of the, you can't see all of the people and you can't hear the numbers. So it's like a blind auction that you have no idea what everybody else is bidding. What everybody else has in terms of uh, terms, like closing dates, are they giving rent backs for free? Are they is the buyer paying all transfer and recordation? All these different things, you're shooting blindly in an auction world, and and honestly, it's a it's a real challenge. I got a layman, I got a layperson's question. Yep. When all this is going on, you can't give that information on other bids. Is that right? You can't Co- tell what other people are, are offering. That's oh, that's the law. That is the law. So don't take it personally. Yeah. Don't, okay. Yeah, and I remember you know when we were going through the stuff that happened a couple of times, and and yeah, I, we can't get it. I mean, and we I've had buyers say, well, just tell them we'll pay whatever more than the other. Well, sometimes, like I said, we've had we had one that sold ninety some thousand dollars over asking price. I mean, the challenge is if you know if the people don't have the cash to make the difference, then they can't buy the house. So, another thing that came up that that I've been hearing are some people are thinking, well, with this market the way it is, 
you know, I can just sell my house myself, or do I really need a realtor? It doesn't even matter. In my opinion, it, right now- It matters more than ever, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and you, you experienced it, and you just experienced it in the beginning the of the craziness. The very beginning of the craziness, yeah. To get a house with a pool, unheard of now, as easy as we got one. We got one. It was just a blessing, blessing from the sky. Oh, yeah. I mean, we look back, and it was a little stressful then because there were some losing of houses and some ones that were moving quick. But like I said, that compared to now, it, like it's it's like oh wow, that was easy. That was easy. Oh <laughs> well, no, yeah. When, when we were through it, it might not have felt easy. No. Um, uh-uh. uh, but now looking back, so I mean, some of the reasons that you need an agent, and you know, I may offend some people with this, but I'm going to say it: not all agents are created equal. Period. Every agent does not do the same type of work and does not have the same experience and can get things done. Like I said, if I offend you, I apologize, but that's that's just a fact. It's the same thing. If you have to go get heart surgery, not all cardiologists are the same. If you have to get a knee replacement, not all the doctors are the same. You want the ones who have done this many, 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 many times. But not so many that they're so shaky that they might cut you. Maybe. No, please. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you need that. And I mean, for agents, part of our job is really to help you, first of all, in this market, you need an expert who can help you understand what is going on because it's overwhelming. It's fast and furious. Especially if you haven't been involved in a while or paid any attention for a yeah, while. It's totally fast and furious. And then your contracts. I, I've said this before in the podcast. When I'm a listing agent and getting offers, if you're eight, if I get 10 offers and three of the agents don't have the paperwork right or are missing things, you automatically lose. Because the seller can't sign off on something if things are not accurate. So, who you choose to write your contract, and again, this is why you need an agent and you need a good one. You couldn't write the contract yourself. You don't do this. This is what agents do. The next thing, the experience. You have to have people, and when I say experience, I don't mean years. There could be people that have been doing real estate for 20 years and only sell four houses a year. The years don't matter. It's how many families, how many people... How many homes, how many properties have they sold? Because you gain knowledge with experience. And experience is how many transactions you've been involved in. There's no way around that. Um, and negotiations. Now, the negotiations now aren't about, let me get the house for less money. It's how can my agent negotiate to get my offer even accepted? How do I even get my offer to be in the top couple that the seller considers? And it's that experience that helps that, whether it's um, one of our agents on our team, to give you an idea. And we have people who are a little newer, but they have us helping them with their offers. We had one recently where one of the things that was done, and actually um, it, it was it was Brian who used to work here. Um, he, what he did, he was in a multiple offer situation, and he was the only one where the buyer offered to pay all the transfer and recordation so the seller didn't have to. And that got him the deal. Most people wouldn't think about that because that's not traditional. That's not standard. But we do a huge amount of training with our agents. I mean, yesterday, we actually sat down with them and went through, okay, each of our listing agents went through and said, hey, out of the last five homes that had we had under contract, here's how many offers we had. Here's what happened. Here's how these offers were looked at. Here's what you don't do. Here's what you do to try and get your offer accepted. We're there to try and guide them and help them so they can position their client's offer to be the one that gets accepted. Tied into that is also education. You need an agent that's going to educate you on the market. Um, if you're not getting that, you know you don't know what to do. 
You may be thinking, well, why would I pay for more? Nothing is sold for that price. Well, the education part is tied in, and that also leads into the pricing. I mean, you know, we've had we had quite a few people here at the station we've worked with. Uh, one of them, you know, was uh, you know, a, a head honcho around, and you know, when we looked at things, I said, all right, so here's the situation: nothing is sold for this price. However, every time something sells, the next house sells for more. He settled a while ago, and now he already has. He was under four hundred thousand, and and this was only a couple of months ago, and now their homes in his neighborhood selling for four fifty. So he would really be in trouble now because he'd be paying four sixty, four sixty five if he would have waited for the market to calm down. Instead, he got something under four hundred thousand. You've convinced me, Jay. Yeah, so, I'm calling you, buddy. I'm calling yeah. the experts. Every contract is different. Every contract has nuance to it. Yes. And so you need to call the pros, the ones who've seen it all and who've seen all these blips and roadblocks. Oh, yeah. I mean, and one of our other clients, if anyone's listening to this and they listen to you know your show in the morning, you know, um, Eric Smock's a big advertiser. We helped people with their company, and we got them something. We got them a house that you know was exactly where they wanted to be. We had to do it sight unseen. We had to do all types of things to make that happen. And it was so exciting because the seller needed to they didn't want to go on the market because they had kids. They also didn't want to have um, have to move too quickly. So we let them stay in the house for 45 days after closing at no cost. We put all that together, but the most exciting part to me was when I got the text message and he said to me Oh my God! We just started moving in. We are ecstatic. We love our house. The kids love it. This was the best thing we could have ever done. So you know that rewarding part of okay, you know it, the stress is over. We found our place, and it's scary. You know they they closed, but they couldn't even go in and live in the house until you know a month and a half afterwards. But they were so excited to be in there, and and, and just hearing the excitement. Like I said, he's like, we're ecstatic. We love it. This is exactly what we wanted. And Jay and his team can do this for you. Do we have a home of the week? We do. Um, Twenty five ten Woodbridge Drive in Hagerstown, Maryland. This is a great home. It's been updated. It's in the the lower fours. Five bedrooms. One of those in the basement. Three full baths and one half bath. Basement is finished. Two-car garage, has a morning room, the master bath has been totally redone, the bathroom in the basement has been totally redone, there's a fireplace in the family room, already has a deck in the back, a sunken family room, there's plenty of space, it's, you know, and actually the funny thing is in the community there's no HOA fees, which is awesome, it's close to major highways, it's close to the college out there, it's close to the hospital, this home's located in a cul-de-sac, and when I asked the seller what made them pick this lot and have this home built, because they're original owners, they had this built. The reason why they picked this one was they had children at the time, and they're like, the, Jay, honestly, one of the neat things was the bus stop location. They picked the kids up right here in the cul-de-sac. Bingo! Um, and, you know, and to me, you know, we can't talk about that stuff as agents, but I can say, hey, the seller said this was one of the things that stood out to them. It, you know, in that time frame, they had young kids, and they wanted to be able to watch them at the bus stop instead of having to walk around the corner and all, do all those other things. Or, you know, when it was raining, the kid then ran out <laughs> instead of standing in the rain. Sold! So, if you want to see photos and video of this, go to WFRE.com, look up Tom and Jay's Real Estate Podcast. It'll be right there. And on this one, we'll have video. 
We'll have a little bit of aerial footage. Uh, great neighborhood. Any questions, feel free to reach out to us. I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. Of Jay Day and the Day Home Team of Real Estate Teams. Weekly Real Estate Podcast. New stuff goes up every Friday. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends all about it.